the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Merry Christmas. Yes, I know it's only September, uh, but this is better than Christmas if you uh, work for the federal government. The fiscal year is coming to a close, and if you're a bureaucrat and you have money left over in your budget that you haven't spent yet, now is the time to start buying stuff, even if you don't need it, of course. And it's really so easy to spend other people's money, isn't it? Who needs to look for bargains? Anyway, nobody wants to be exposed for having suggested that they needed more money than they actually needed, and nobody wants to be told that they're going to get less money next year because they had some left over from this year. So everybody goes nuts and spends money. Again, not their own money, your money, my money, our money, tax dollars. That's what they're spending. Got to be fun, huh, to just have that kind of access to have access to that kind of money and just be able to go out and buy stuff, furniture, all kinds of things. Well, anyway, there's actually a senator from Iowa that's uh, Joni Ernst. She's a Republican. She actually has the guts to say it's time to put an end to this. She's going to be giving a speech about this uh, tomorrow and introducing a bill to end it. Uh, when we come back from the break, we'll talk to Adam Angievsky. We've had him on before. He's the CEO and founder of OpenTheBooks.com. And he's going to give you some numbers on how much of your money is being spent and what they're spending it on. That's always fun. So um, we'll have that for you. And also, in our second half hour tonight, uh, coming up a little after 5.30, we um, we will uh, talk a little bit about the Steelers. And not necessarily the game yesterday. That was a disaster. But uh, what Antonio Brown said about being out of work because of some accusations of sexual assault and his comparison to uh, comparing his situation to Ben Ben Roethlisberger's, uh, when when he said that Ben Roethlisberger was accused of sexual assault and kept his job and he was suspended, but still in the league and doing pretty well, he was kind of laughed at and dismissed uh, and trashed for having even brought it up. But it occurred to me that really the biggest difference between what Brown has done for the last. Uh, two years and what Roethlisberger was doing in 2009 and 2010 is really the the biggest difference between the two is social media. I mean, who knew anything about Twitter or Instagram 10 years ago? Uh, nine years ago, actually, is when it happened. But Roethlisberger was smart enough to know when to grow up and when to try to keep a low prof- profile. But he was right there in Antonio Brown's league, and there are examples of the media letting him get away with some stuff that would have done serious damage, maybe permanent damage to his image. Before he was, this is before he was accused of sexual assault twice. We'll revisit that when we come back. But first, after the break, it's Christmas in December in Washington, and that means that you are about to hear your first Christmas carol. Deck the halls with boughs of holly, fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly, fa la 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 la. Done we now our gay apparel, fa la 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 la. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roof siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention Stag for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. 
Some window replacement companies offer only one window model that might not meet your taste or budget. At Pella, we determine which window or door style will give you the features you want in three types of materials. Pella has blinds between the glass, innovative screening options, and lots more. Don't settle for a one-window model choice that really is no choice at all. Right now, save $150 off windows and $500 off doors or 48 months no interest. Call 888-78-PELLA, PellaPittsburgh.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-600-3010. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-600-3010 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-600-3010 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-600-3010. All of us deserve a chance to start over again. And Light of Life is a place where people can do that. Joel Gilliam, Executive Director at Light of Life Rescue Mission on Pittsburgh's north side. Have you ever been in town and you see somebody begging, you see somebody with a sign? One of the questions I get a lot is, like, how do you help that person? What do we do to help someone that is down and out and what's the best thing to do? And what I often will say is that the best thing to do is to show love and show compassion. It's not always the best thing to give them what they're asking for, but to point them in a direction of an organization or of places where they can go and get help. Light of Life is one of those places where those people can get help to find an on-ramp to get back into society. It's not just about a handout. It's about a hand up and the ability to give someone a chance to start over again. Help someone else find a hand up by donating today. Visit lightoflife.org slash give. lightoflife.org Slash give. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit stoptextsstoprex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. This is the John Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So, are you ready for Christmas? I know it's not even October yet, but are your friends in Washington, D.C. are desperate to spend your money before the fiscal year is over because if they don't, they won't be able to spend as much next year. Sounds pretty stupid, right? But it's Washington, D.C., so stupidity is a big big uh, item down there, and your federal government uh, is, is dealing with it, so why wouldn't it be stupid? Adam Angievsky is the CEO and founder of OpenTheBooks.com, and he joins us now. Adam, thanks for being here. Well, great to be on the program, John. Thanks for your interest in our work. Yeah, we've had you on before, um, and, and I always like to hear your stuff. Um, so could you explain why there's an urgency to spend as much money as they can right now? And, and, and maybe who are these people? I mean, how widespread is this need to spend money? Well, it's, it's widespread. And look, John, there's a reason why that in the last week of the fiscal year, and we're in it right now, it's called Christmas in September for federal contractors. It is the largest extravaganza of taxpayer abuse going on right now in the history of our country. Um, some agencies are going to blow through $1 out of every $5 spent on contracts on the year in the last week. Last year, in the last week of the fiscal year, 66 federal agencies blew through $53 billion dollars. And it was one out of every 10 contracts on the year that was doled out in the final week. So it's not only fun for the people who get to spend the money, but it's fun for the people who have government contracts. Because they, every year, uh, the last week of September, they just sit down and wait for the phone call about how much more business they're going to get. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's absolutely incredible. So if you're uh, General Motors or Ford, hopefully... 
Uh, hopefully the uh, passenger vehicle contracts are going with American companies. Yeah. Last year, the federal agencies in the last month, in September of 2018, they spent $300 million on passenger vehicles. We took a look at only what's been disclosed so far in the, pa- in the first uh, two weeks of this month, and they've already, blo- they've already disclosed another $60 million of passenger vehicles. The State Department, for crying out loud, John, they, they disclosed $33 million of passenger vehicle purchases in the first two months of this year. So, so I mean, how does it work? Does somebody wake up uh, on uh, you know tomorrow morning and say, listen, uh, we got a couple of days left here. Go buy a bunch of uh, SUVs. Get me 10 new ones. <laughs> That's what's going on in every single facet of the budget. So, you know, we found that in years past, the Pentagon spent, you know, $12,000 buying fidget spinners. You know, they they, they spent down their fidget spinner budget. Um, Look, household furniture and office furniture, it's a big problem. Last year, in the final month of the fiscal year, the federal agency spent a half billion dollars. It was $490 million spent on furniture. We've, uh, we've already taken a, look at this, uh, taken a look at the expenditures on furniture this year, and they've already disclosed $40 million spent on furniture. But, how, but I mean, it's not a $40, million, uh, f- uh, $40 billion couch. That's a lot of furniture. And how many people... <laughs> well, the, 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 the Pentagon, actually, they... they sp- they found a $10,000 club leather chair. They purchased that. So, you know, some of these uh, tickets are pretty expensive. In years past, we found that the EPA, they spent $7,000 on a table, and, uh, and they, they spent $800 on a, on a pencil holder. So, yeah, I mean, some of these things are just out of control. $800 on a pencil holder. <laughs> it was a fancy pencil holder. Do you have any pictures of that anywhere? I can look at. Yeah, we did. So we, we found that in 2015. And, uh, you know, when we did oversight of the United States uh, Environmental Protection Agency, and, and we pushed this to Fox News when, uh, when O'Reilly was the host, and he showcased it. He reached out to the EPA, and, and this gives you a, a, some insight into the mindset of these big spending federal bureaucrats. Um, you know, we, uh, we had found that the EPA spent $100 million in a six-year period on furniture. When O'Reilly reached out to them, they justified it by saying that they, uh, they moved into new office space. The, uh, the new office space had a, uh, had a lower lease cost, and so that justified them purchasing $100 million of furniture. But they said, don't, don't you worry about it. On a net-net basis, we saved you money. <laughs> well, I, I'm just as you're talking here, I was Googling uh, $800 pencil holder, and just real quickly, I came up with uh, a, a simple drawer to store pencils that cost $813.57 by the EPA. Yep. That's, that's, the, one you're, that's the, one the one you're talking about. We found that one, yes. Now, that's probably a circa news story. We also pushed it to them. Yeah. Now, there's no uh, embarrassment from anybody for doing this. I mean, uh, who who goes down to the to the pencil uh, drawer store and and takes out the eight hundred dollars and says, uh, "Give me that over there. I want. I need that. Give me that one." I mean, whereas well, it's the it's how, these federal procurement officers, John. Okay, and so so in the agencies this year, here's what's going on, and this this is this drives people absolutely crazy. It drives me crazy. So these agencies, you know, Congress threw more money at the agencies. And so the agencies, anticipating a problem here at year-end, they actually hired more procurement officers to deal with the crush of spending. They've increased the hours of their agency up to 12 and 13 hours uh, here this month. These agencies are open for business. Uh, This year, it's going to be a lot bigger than last year, not only because Congress threw more money at them, but the end of the fiscal year last year ended on the weekend. This year it ends during the week on, uh, on next Monday, uh, and uh, on top of all of it, the rules were relaxed. The credit card purchases now can purchase up to $10,000 per transaction. That's a triple versus last year when the cap was 3500 Wow. We're talking to Adam Angievsky. He's the CEO and founder of OpenTheBooks.com. He's got more stuff in his head without numbers. You're just spewing them out there, uh, Adam, and uh, there's so many of them. Um, 
I, I'm just it's uh, uh, like how much does a uh, someone who works in the procure, procurement office make? What does a good procurer make working for the government? <laughs> well, Is that a good, a well-paying job? Yeah, and after three years on the job, they get an average of 43 days of paid time off. Come on. drive your listening audience crazy as well. So, so the, you know, the, uh, the uh, average federal bureaucrat. <laughs> well, it's almost like four-day work weeks every single week of the year. Almost, but not quite. So how do you apply you know, for a job as a pr- in, in the procurement office? <laughs> I mean, who, who's qualified for that? I'm not sure that? what the... I think you know anybody that uh, anybody that knows how to uh, spend a lot of money, you know, uh, and use a credit card, you know that that's kind of the skills that they're looking for. Uh, look, we uh, we did oversight of of the uh, federal bureaucracy in the av- in the in the twenty largest federal agencies right now. The average bureaucrat makes six figures, and that's just cash compensation, John. Wow. That doesn't include the 43 days of paid time off. That doesn't include their pension plan. That doesn't include their health insurance or any of the other perquisites that, that they get. So these procurement officers, they're making big bank as they, as they spend uh, the big bank that Congress threw at these agencies. Our money. Wow. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm still I'm trying to picture... You know, when you go there for a job interview, do they say, what do you know about pencil holders? You know? Well, I think, you know, prim- the, 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 uh, the primary criteria for a procurement officer right now is whether you can work a 13-hour day. You know, a lot of people in the country, <laughs> the work ethic's been shredded. But look, you know, you've got to be able to sit there and purchase $10 million <laughs> worth of motorcycles, motor scooters, and bicycles. Uh, that's what they purchased last year in the federal agencies. You know, on top of the $300 million worth of passenger vehicles, it was $10 million worth of motorcycles, motor scooters, and bicycles. And, th- and John, they're doing it again. You know, we already found that they disclosed $1.1 million of motorcycles, motor scooters, and bicycles already. But what? But of that number, how many of them are going to be, uh, how much of that is, is procured in the last week or two? Because it's because of the end of the fiscal year. About, about half of it. So last year there was about $100 billion of contracting in September. One out of every $5 on the year went out the door in the last month. And half of it, $53 billion, went out the door in the last week. But, but I'm, again, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to picture the actual, you know, the numbers are nice, but I'm trying to picture the actual, um, the actual act of buying this stuff and to spend <laughs> like billions of dollars on motorcycles and scooters Somebody's got to go. Buy, who, who do they say they're for? Who gets to take them home? Whose garage are they in right now? Where Where are the scooters and the motorcycles that they they might have bought in the last three days? You know, it's a great question, and we should we should investigate that. And and here's the other thing: what happens to the the equipment and the vehicles that they're replacing? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, seriously, where are those vehicles going? They're going or is to government some... expanding at such a clip that they need these extra. Three hundred million dollars worth of passenger vehicles. Some some bureaucrat whose uh, son just got his driver's license gets himself a nice used car. I would guess that might happen every once in a while. Yeah, we don't need it anymore. Well, we just got a new one here. Here's, this has forty thousand miles on it. We don't need it. Well, everything's on the table because you know they're also purchasing alcohol. So uh-huh. the State Department last year they purchased three hundred ten thousand dollars worth of whiskey, beer, and wine in the last month. And again, they're they're doing it again, John. We already found eleven thousand dollars disclosed in terms of beer, wine, and whiskey at the State Department. Well, uh, and seriously though, if if you were if if someone in government, and I know Joni Ernst is going to be introducing a bill to try to put an end to this stupidity tomorrow, or at least giving a speech about it tomorrow. I'll ask you about that in a second. But um, with with all this money being spent and all this booze being bought, uh, again. Is there someone out there uh, who, if you wanted, I guess what I'm trying to say is if you wanted to investigate where that $310,000 worth of whiskey and beer is the day after it's bought, would you be able to find it? Well, I, I hope so. But, you know, I we got to screw down a little bit harder on that. And look, we've we've called on from the editorial page of the Wall Street Journal the president, Donald Trump, to wage war on this waste. Privately, I had meetings on the Hill. I, I encouraged the president to stand up and give a speech in the middle of this month and tell his agencies, look, 
you don't have to spend all the money Congress is throwing at you. If you can't spend it during a regular business day, hold back. Don't spend it. Don't waste taxpayer dollars. That would have been a 95% uh, polled speech. Uh, every single taxpayer in America would have uh, stood up and cheered uh, that the president had our back. Uh, somehow it didn't happen. But it's interesting, too, that um, there's you would in, in most businesses, if you would walk into the boss's office and say, hey, uh, we're under budget this year. I uh, just uh, realized that instead of, you know, fifty thousand dollars for uh, whatever, you know, for furniture, I only needed to spend forty five thousand. That would make you a good employee. So but why is there no incentive among government employees to is where where's the boss who would be pleased by getting information like that? Where don't they exist either? Yeah, seriously. And, you know, Trump's cabinet secretaries, you'd think that they would have a different outlook on this than, uh, say, for instance, Barack Obama's cabinet secretaries. But we've tracked this, John, over since, since 2015. In 2015, the Obama administration, in the final month, use it or lose it, Christmas and September spending, they spent $69 billion. Last year, Trump's agency spent $97 billion. This year, we anticipate well over $100 billion, so it's getting worse. Wow. So what is the end-of-the-year Fiscal Responsibility Act, and what are the chances of it passing? So this is the, uh, the great bill put forward by the Iowa, uh, member of, uh, uh, the Iowa U.S. Senator Joni Ernst. Uh, she, she put forth the end-of-the-year Fiscal Responsibility Act. Now this, John, this would revolutionize federal procurement. They couldn't engage in Christmas in September. They, they could only spend, it's a, in its essence, this bill is a spending cap bill. It caps spending in the last two months of the year at an average of the previous 10 months. This is necessary legislation and would stop this of taxpayer abuse on a go-forward basis. And what are the chances, what's the reaction going to be to it? Uh, so it's front page of the Washington Times today. I'm on your program today talking about it. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. the, uh, U.S. Senator Joni Ernst, she hits the floor of the United States Senate. She's going to talk about our oversight report at OpenTheBooks.com. We did an oversight report on this in March. Uh, she's going to talk about her legislation and how it would uh, improve this situation and stop the abuse uh, on a go-forward basis. We're very, very excited about this. She's a real champion, and she's really standing up to take on uh, entrenched Washington, D.C. interests with this. Now you call this, uh, by the way, the largest extravaganza of taxpayer waste in the history of the country. That's saying something, isn't it? Well, it really is. I mean, seriously, we are the greatest nation in the history of the world, backed by the hardest-working honest and ethical taxpayers we pay our taxes all we ask is for clean honest and efficient spending of our tax dollars and this is abuse this is abject abuse there is no way they can cleanly and honestly spend our money when they have to blow it out the door in the last month or the last week of the fiscal year and it's and it's bipartisan abuse isn't it it is it's it's ingrained in the culture of the federal government and look you know Progressives like to say that our our government is staffed by technocrats. They know how to spend your tax dollars better than you know how to spend your own money. They will take care of you, and they will solve your problems. Well, it doesn't seem so in this case, and it doesn't seem so in many cases. Hey, John, you know, look, we've identified that last year there was $150 billion admitted to by the 20 largest federal agencies that they paid out on improper payments, money going to where it wasn't supposed to be going. And the agencies admit this, $150 billion. That, that number exceeds the amount of money they pay out on cash compensation to the 1.4 million bureaucrats in the executive agencies. The, the, the bureaucrats are wasting their entire payroll uh, uh, on improper payments. Adam, I'm... Uh, Completely out of time, and I can't waste time here, so I gotta go. Thanks for being here. Amen. Thanks, We'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump is calling on global leaders to end religious persecution. In a speech at the United Nations, the president called on leaders around the world to join him in what he called this urgent moral duty. We ask the governments of the world to honor the eternal right of every person to follow their conscience, live by their faith, and give glory to God. The president said protecting religious freedom is one of his highest priorities, and he declared America stands with believers in every country. Greg Clugston, the White House. President Trump is denying that he told the president of Ukraine that his country would only get U.S. aid if they investigated the son of Democratic rival Joe Biden. On Wall Street, the Dow by 15 points to 26,949. The Nasdaq dropped five. The S&P lower by a fraction. Oil up to 58.64 a barrel. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm Bill O'Reilly. And I'm Alexander Green, Chief Investment Strategist of the Oxford Club. Now, I've been following Alex's work here for 15 years. Alex joins me in what we're calling the Great American Wealth Project. It's a free online event that will show you how to get wealthy in the booming Trump economy. Alex, right now, there are more millionaires created each day than at any other time in history. Yet at the same time, many hardworking folks get left behind. And that's exactly why we created the Great American Wealth Project, to help those who aren't ready for retirement and deserve the chance to retire rich. At the event, I'm giving away details on my number one millionaire-making stock. Alex and I reveal exactly what it takes to supercharge your wealth. Plus, I'll show you how to get my brand new book, The United States of Trump, absolutely free. So please make sure you join us at the Great American Wealth Project. Just go to O'ReillyWealthProject.com and get started. Again, that's O'ReillyWealthProject.com. Presented by the Oxford Club. She is listening all the time and getting smarter every day. When you want the conservative perspective on today's most pressing issues, Alexa has the answer. You just have to point her in the right direction by saying, Alexa, enable the Answer Pittsburgh skill. Now say, Alexa, play the Answer Pittsburgh to get your favorite conservative talk station without lifting a finger. Look, Ma, no hands. So, Alexa, what's your favorite station? That's easy. AM 1250, the answer. If you're worried about market volatility or the possibility of losing money in the next market crash, the time to act is now. Effective financial management involves identifying opportunities. And with a 10-year bull market run, markets around all-time highs, and a highly contested election cycle right around the corner, we have an opportunity now to protect what's important. Don't risk losing a significant portion of your life savings in the next market downturn. Call Hunt & Associates today, 844-366-HUNT. That's 844-366-4868. Hey, Pittsburgh, this is Tunch Elkin for my good friends at Calusi Chevrolet. If you've been thinking about a new car, truck, or crossover, now is the time to visit Calusi Chevrolet. With the fall sales event in full swing, Calusi has great savings on their entire lineup, including the 2019 Equinox. All month long, you can qualify for 0% APR financing for up to 60 months, plus $750 bonus cash on select models. Check them out at Calusi.com. Find new roads at Calusi Chevrolet. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. Community Bank. City Mission. Number One Cochrane. Highmark Stadium. Peters Township Community Center. Angelo's Restaurant. What do all these businesses have in common? Nello Construction. Design and build with one company. Nello Construction. Full-service construction from the ground up. Renovation. Expansion. Nello Construction. The choice for business. See the projects. Begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. It's a busy ride both ways over the Liberty Bridge. Other bridges, nothing too unusual. Heavy on the Parkway West. Inbound, Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound, Banksville Road to Carnegie. Parkway East, some volume slowing you down. Outbound, Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Swissdale, Milligan Avenue shut down till 7 p.m. for paving between Westmoreland Avenue and Patterson Avenue. And 51 in Moon Township shut down for the Stoops Ferry Road Bridge Replacement Project. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. The night skies will clear as it turns cooler and more comfortable. The low will be 53. 
Then tomorrow, we'll have a partly sunny sky, high a pleasant 73. It'll be clear tomorrow night with a low 52. Wednesday will be a little warmer. It'll be a nice day with sunshine. High will be 78. Cooter again Thursday. Morning clouds and some afternoon sun. High will be 72. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Frank Streit. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Do you have access to water? How far do you walk for water? The water is far. I have to walk a long distance to get to a string. It's more like a hole in the ground. Sometimes we have to sleep by the water point to wait for the water to come out. So it's really hard for us to get the water. Have you already made the journey to get water today? Yes, we went this morning, but it's almost already done. So will you go again or just nobody drinks until tomorrow? Yeah, we'll go tomorrow if God allows That was Anitra Parmalee of Food for the Poor, and she joins us now. So, Anitra, you have uh, been to Haiti in the last several months. What's changed anything for the for the good or the or the worse uh, for for people in Haiti since then? Well, so many of us know Haiti as a poor country, mm-hmm. but what you may not understand is they are in the grip of a humanitarian crisis. It's almost a perfect storm of suffering, if you will. A drought that is extended for a long period of time, access to food and water has been cut off. And in this irony, because of the rainy season, after such a drought, even when they do get rain, it's just puddling on the top of the ground. It's not even nourishing the ground. And it causes flooding, which in turn cuts off their access. So the, the humanitarian crisis that they're in the midst of is, is unimaginable. And I think that that's what has moved us to say, to invite you to step into that suffering, to say to a mother in Haiti, your prayers have been answered. Mm-hmm. They long for food for their children. They don't even think of themselves, but anything they get, a handful of rice, they give immediately to their children. I met mothers who hadn't been able to feed their children for two, three days, where access to water was an hour walk up a mountain. And at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 95 degrees, sweat pouring off of us, they would say, the water's done. So you'd get there and it'd be gone. And I would say, will you make another trip? No, it's too dangerous. The rocks shift when we're walking. And I thought, what do you do when you have to carry? You know how heavy a 24-pack of bottled water is. Imagine having to carry enough water for your family to last for an entire day. That means no bathing, little cooking. I mean, the only water you have is for survival. And to look at a, a bottle of water now and think, I can be a part of the answer for a woman in Haiti, for a mother in Haiti, is exciting to me and is the reason for this day of hope. And before we go any further, the website is the answer, PGH slash hope, and the landline is 855-358-4673. That's 358-HOPE for people who want to donate uh, to uh, Food for the Poor. So I should point out that uh, just a, a, a donation of $80 to Food for the Poor uh, is water for life for one child. So, so what you just described there, uh, $80 provides one of those kids with water for life. Right, and I love the double entendre of that. When we say food for a year and water for life, mm-hmm. food, I can understand. Right. Two meals a day, I understand hunger. Yeah. I'm not sure I ever understood the lack of water because think of your house. It could come out of the kitchen sink. It could be the, if I had to, I could drink out of the spigot for Mm -hmm. my garden. But these people in Haiti, the access to water that they do have is filthy and causes disease. So Food for the Poor is able to provide water for life because we build a community location, water filtration, well, pipe system, whatever is suggested by the topography. And then we maintain it. So it's not just for this year, next year. 
It's for this generation. So your gift is indeed providing food for a year and water for life. So instead of that trek up the mountain to get the water, where do they go to get their water? I mean, how will this how will, how will this change for them? She would go to a centralized area in the community. She would take her buckets mm-hmm. or her jerry cans, whatever she wants to carry, and she would open the tap and clean water would flow out. And I've had the opportunity to see the families react to that, the joy. I mean, it is. there's a before and after that words cannot even describe, the joy. Because for that mother, it means no longer does she have to pray over her water, please don't let this make my children sick, or even take their life. And what do we take more for granted than being able to go to the faucet in our homes and forget the bottled water just to go over to to turn the faucet on and get a drink of water if you want seriously think about the last time that the water company notified you okay we're going to need to turn it off or you had renovations yeah Yeah. and it all the all the ways that that inconvenienced you and i love somebody somebody said on their donation i gave not out of guilt but out of gratitude I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with having an abundance of clean, safe water. What I'm encouraging you is to think about, can you exchange $80 to provide that for a child? For life. For life. $320 for a family of four for life. Mm-hmm. That seems like an exchange that is pretty pretty wonderful. And once again, that's uh, just $80 will give uh, food for a year and water for life for one child. 160 is food for a year and water for life for two kids. And 320 or $27 per month, that's food for a year and water for life for one family. The phone number, it's... Um, one eight five five three five eight hope. That's one eight five five three five eight four six seven three. You can uh, do it online at the answer pgh slash hope. The answer pgh slash hope. Anitra Parmalee, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. So excited to invite you to be a part of this day of hope. We're happy to help. Are you willing to go through another season with cold and drafty windows or doors? Well, you don't have to. Pella has a great sale going on right now. Get $150 off windows and $500 off doors or 48 months no interest, energy efficiency, noise control. Plus, we are certified best for kids. Our warranties are the best in the business and expert installation too. It's Pella on sale right now. Call 888-78-PELLA, PellaPittsburgh.com. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court has upheld a City of Pittsburgh ordinance requiring private employers to offer paid sick leave to full and part-time employees. But the mandate likely will impose significant costs on businesses, many of which already operate on thin margins. And the measure's stated goal of improving public health is dubious at best. To learn more about this topic and others, visit AlleghenyInstitute.org, where conventional public policy thinking has been challenged since 1995. Hi, this is Brad Marshall, General Manager here at Salem-Pittsburgh. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to our station. If you love this station and you have experience in sales, we'd love to talk to you. You already understand our mission and what we do, so now maybe you'd like to join this team. If you have sales experience and understand digital marketing, we might have a job for you. Call me and we'll discuss the next steps. Call Brad, 412-503-4770. If you love us, come join us. It could be a life-changing opportunity for you. You'll never know unless you call. Hi, I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I am hosting the Great American Wealth Project. It's a free online presentation that will show you exactly what it takes to get wealthy in the bustling Trump economy. It's booming beyond belief with record low unemployment, record high jobs numbers, record high stock markets, and nearly 12,000 Americans becoming new millionaires every week. But I recognize that not everyone's getting ahead, and I want to change that. Joining me is an award-winning financial strategist whose work I've been following for 15 years. During our event, he'll detail his new number one stock in America, which could be the next stock to create a new set of millionaires in this country. So please be sure to join us for the Great American Wealth Project. And I should mention, you'll also discover how to get my brand new book, The United States of Trump, absolutely free. Just go to O'ReillyWealthProject.com to get started. Again, that's O'ReillyWealthProject.com. Presented by the Oxford Club. 
You all have helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today, but now Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to stag fans everywhere. You can get deep discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Now you can get deep discounts on MyPillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, MyPillow is bringing back their popular BOGO offer for all MyPillows. That's right, buy one MyPillow and get another absolutely free. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. It's MyPillow's way of saying thank you for all your support. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the buy one, get one free for all MyPillows. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 for these great radio specials. That's 800-716-8087 or MyPillow.com, promo code STAG. Do you or your business have financial problems. Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, uh, if you had a dose of Antonio Brown today, I apologize in advance if, uh, if you've had enough. But I just thought this was something uh, that sh- should be mentioned. Um, yesterday, uh, well, I don't know if it was yesterday. It might have been Saturday. It was over the weekend um, when it became final that he was done with the Patriots and was going to be uh, and was released. And uh, nobody knows what's going to happen to him now football-wise. He's not going to play for anybody for a long time, for this year, I don't think. He might end up making a comeback. But um, he was not, Antonio Brown's not smart enough to just shut up and go away and realize that he just blew $30 million and maybe more than that, maybe $50 million and um and uh, uh, a Hall of Fame induction maybe down the road and, uh, you know, maybe having some fun continuing to play pro football. But he, he had to tweet uh and and so I made the comment on Twitter that uh and you can follow me on Twitter at Steigerworld, by the way, but uh I I made the comment on Twitter that really the biggest difference between Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger is Twitter. Or not Twitter, I said social media. And some people took uh offense at that and I I stick by that. I stand by that. I I I, I don't think that um, uh, this is in no way any defense of Antonio Brown, and I want to say that it's it seems that Ben Roethlisberger finally grew up in the last seven or eight years, uh, and we're still waiting for Antonio Brown to grow up. He has the maturity of about a I don't know about a twelve year old I think, but um, people f- seem to have forgotten that Ben Roethlisberger was um, I actually at the time when he was. Um, accused of sexual assault we had his, when he had his episode down in uh, uh, Georgia I said that he should be cut if it was me uh, if, if I were the uh, owner of the Steelers I would release him people thought I was nuts because they they looked at it at a, as a from a football standpoint what do you mean this guy's a franchise quarterback you can't be letting him go uh, I figure I find another quarterback and he'd have been gone and that was not just based on uh, the fact that uh, he had been charged, not charged, but accused of um, sexual harassment, sexual assault down in, in Georgia. And the uh, the district attorney there um, said he didn't have enough to bring a case, so he was let go. But the district attorney seemed to make it pretty clear that he thought that uh, he, he believed the woman who accused him of assaulting her. But anyway, I thought it was because of a buildup of things over years and years uh, over several years anyway, um, that he was here in Pittsburgh as the quarterback. And he would, at that time, he had been here about six years, I guess. Um, because I've told people, I, in the 30 years at that time that I had been doing television and radio in Pittsburgh, I had never had anyone generate as many unsolicited, hey, why is that guy such a blank? Uh, as Ben Roethlisberger had, because he's been doing things all around town and just being a a, a bad guy and a, and just not a very good uh, ambassador for the Steelers and just not a, just not a not a good guy. 
Um, so I thought this was kind of the culmination of just several years, or at least a few years anyway, of being a bad guy, and it was time for him to go. So, um, I, so I said yesterday that I thought that, you know, social media was the big difference. There was no, nobody knew what Twitter was in 2009 and 10 when Roethlisberger was going through this stuff. Um, nobody was doing Instagram, not to any degree, close to what it's being done now. Um, I don't even know how old Instagram is. It was even around in 2010. Maybe not. Um, but, uh, it, it, it didn't exist, and, and Roethlisberger, just based on what I've seen of him, and I don't know the guy, but based on what I've seen of him, he is he was uh, uh, smart enough not to publicize his uh, the, the stuff that he was doing around town. But um, Antonio Brown doesn't know when to shut up, and I think that he's actually more uh, addicted and gets more enjoyment out of social media than he does of playing football anymore. And maybe, you know, as much as he owes people money around town and the money he's blowing through, maybe he still has so much money that it doesn't matter. But, um, so I, there was a, there was a story written by Sports Illustrated, uh, a, a guy named Jack McCallum back in 2010. And the, uh, the headline was, the Hangover, Roethlisberger. I, I'm guessing that the movie had just come out at that point. Um, and it's, it was a big story. I think it was a cover story in, in the magazine. Back when people were actually still buying and reading the magazine a little bit, um, it, the the headline was Roethlisberger, The Hangover. Um, and um, the, and it said, the subtitle is, An NFL Superstar's Repulsive Behavior, the Ultimate Expression of Athletic Entitlement Run Amok, has forced even the most diehard fans to question their team and their football faith and made a small town in Georgia wish he'd never paid a visit. That's what it said about Ben Roethlisberger. And, um, and so for people to, for, for Antonio Brown to be wondering why he's just automatically and completely and totally an outcast now and Ben Roethlisberger uh, only got a four-game suspension, I, you know, as much as I think that Antonio Brown deserves everything that's happened to him, I think that he might have a little bit of a point here. So here's some stuff from the, the story by Jack McCallum that I just went through. Um, that uh, he wrote. It said, when the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette polled its online readers in mid-April about what the Steelers should do with their quarterback, 39% of the more than 38,000 respondents said he should be suspended without pay, and the paper's website was deluged with deluged with a uh, heartfelt e- with heartfelt emails urging the team to dump him. Uh, after most home, this is another, these are just little uh, little excerpts from the story. After most home games, Roethlisberger and several other players head to the Fox and Hound English Pub and Grill. The quarterback would get no Customer of the Month awards there. Uh, on at least two occasions, Roethlisberger walked out without his tab having been paid. Now, uh, um, Antonio Brown is, owes a lot of people a lot of money, but he did it in big chunks. But this is a guy who was walking out on tabs. Someone else in his party usually does so. Uh, one employee remembers a waitress chasing him into the parking lot yelling, hey, you owe me money, as Roethlisberger climbed into his SUV. He did pay when she caught up to him. Roethlisberger's reputation in Pittsburgh is not only a matter of an us-against-Ben war waged by service people. SI spoke at length with a friend of Roethlisberger's who gets along with the quarterback but who is pained by his behavior. When they're out together, the man who didn't want his name used sometimes feels obligated to apologize to waiters and bartenders whom Roethlisberger has treated like garbage. He says he shakes his head when he sees Roethlisberger's disrespect, uh, sees dis sees Roethlisberger disrespect women in bars. He has never seen any sign of sexual impropriety, uh, but he is embarrassed by Roethlisberger's pettiness and immaturity during pickup basketball games. He says Big Ben will whine about team selection, talk mean-spirited trash, and flex his biceps when he makes a good play. He despairs when he sees Roethlisberger blow off attempts by older Steelers such as Terry Bradshaw to give him advice. And then there's another one, uh, Mark Baranowski owner of the popular Cabana Bar in Pittsburgh, says that when the quarterback first came in with a group of hangers-on a few years ago, he refused to pay the $5 cover and used a variation of the do-you-know-who-I-am line to intimidate an employee at the door. At a party, Roethlisberger held at the Cabana on the occasion of the one-year anniversary of his motorcycle accident. Baranowski got upset that Roethlisberger's posse rounded up women and women to come to his VIP area while intimidating customers into uh, deleting cell phone photos of the quarterback. His 
bodyguards allegedly did the same things in Milledgeville. That's in Georgia. Roethlisberger agreed to sign a few items for which he was going to receive free drinks, but Baranowski says he did it sloppily and half-heartedly. The fed-up owner decided Roethlisberger had to pay the cover from then on, which prompted a call from a Steelers security man who wanted to know why the quarterback was banned. Baranowski, through an intermediary, told the staffer Roethlisberger wasn't banned, but added, tell him he's an arrogant blank, begins with an A, and every Steeler can get in without a cover except him. Roethlisberger has not been back to the cabana bar. That's the stuff that was going on about Ben Roethlisberger. Now, in, everybody knows about the the uh, the motorcycle accident, and the whole city was upset, and uh, rightly so. He almost was killed. He had serious injuries. Uh, the people doing vigils out at the hospital, he got out of the hospital, and everybody was wishing him well, and, pe- and he was saying he was never going to ride a motorcycle without a helmet again. And then a, a KDK reporter was coming back from another story, saw Roethlisberger riding on his motorcycle uh, without a helmet. And so he went and grabbed the camera and got a picture of him, and Ben Roethlisberger flipped the bird at the camera, which, by the way, if, if you know that's a TV camera, you're flipping the bird at everybody. Well, when the reporter got back to KDKA TV, he was told by the news director that that video would never see the light of day, and it never did. It never got on the air. And when uh, Sports Illustrated got wind of that story and uh, called the uh, news director, who was John Verrilli, who was up working up in Boston, he told Sports Illustrated, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know about any video. But Sports Illustrated uh, talked to several uh, employees at KDKA, and they gave similar descriptions of what was on the tape. So the tape existed, and Ben Roethlisberger got off easy. So I think that uh, before uh, everybody dismisses Antonio Brown for wondering if he's going to get the same kind of treatment that Ben Roethlisberger got, might want to think back to what it was like around here in 2009, 2010. That's it for today. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.